Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like we've seen him as an emotionless glitter-laden vampire. We've seen him as an emotionless caped crusader. Now we see Robert Patterson as Connie, the emotionless bank robber who will do anything to look after his brother. Anything that is except not use his mentally disabled brother to rob a bank. I mean, personally... I show love for my siblings by messaging them once a week on Facebook or passively aggressively liking their Instagram posts. But that's just me. <laughs> my name is Liam and sitting opposite me through the powers of the Internet is a man who, unlike Connie, has only ever stolen one thing. My heart. <laughs> it's the oh, man, no. the myth, the fueled almost entirely at this point by Monster Energy Drink. It's Tobias. Uh, howdy doody. I am fueled. What I made that you. better was the fact that you, as I went to introduce it you were like i finished my monster <laughs> i know and i was like the tank is full we're purring oh <laughs> uh, uh, i even found someone on tiktok who's doing like uh he rates monsters now <laughs> right okay uh, and also he does dares where he gets dared to add monster to things oh gosh I've no seen no the guy I, who I, did the monster with the mash for monster mash for halloween and that looked horrific I don't know, but I, I sent you a video of him. Uh, oh, like yesterday. I, I've seen I've seen the guy because he's based it on hit on the series by Doka Ryan, who does right. that. He does. Um, I'm adding this to vodka for a month yes. until something interesting happens. Yes, that's what. Um, he, and he I, does. I I follow Doka Ryan because of that series. Oh, well, I know so this guy. As soon as you sent it to me, I was like, this is. A, I was like, this guy's stolen it. Then I realised he's actually outright said it in the thing. Yeah. From this, I was like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They were some big old gummies. But now it's just like I kind of watched last night so many of them going <laughs> because I have now I should be sponsored by Monster right now. You have more Monster in your blood than blood. Uh, yeah, possibly. The Goosebump series Monster Blood is based on you. All six parts of that book series. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm glad because right. if you did, you'd be like, Liam, there's not six parts of that series. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, there's like three. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, let, I've let the Goosebumps community down. You have. Let, let's move on swiftly from this. Uh, Tobias, we watched a film. We did. Would you like oh. to know what it was? I'm all right, actually. Cool. I'll oh, tell no, you go, anyway. Go on the call, then we should. This week on the Manic Film Club, we watched Good Time. After spearheading an ill fated bank robbery, a man must get his mentally challenged younger brother out of jail while eluding his own capture. Starring Robert Panson, directed by Benny and Josh Safdie. Or Safdie, I don't know how to Safdie. say it. I've been pronouncing it Safdie, so, so it's probably yes. Safdie. <laughs> and Benny was in it as the mentally challenged brother. Yeah, he was. Which yeah. I didn't realise until about halfway through when I started looking up facts about the film. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, two facts I have is one... Robert Pattinson actually approached them about the film. Yeah, after seeing the poster for another film. I know, just the poster. And I looked at the poster. It's yeah. not approach worthy, I don't think. I can tell you, I've made better posters for my stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what haven't you done? You haven't bathed a woman in neon pink lights sideways. That's how you get Robert Pattinson. That's what. That's how they got it for Batman as well, to be honest. Right, well, I'm going to be doing that for my for next year's plays. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be me in a pink light. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other thing is, it was on seeing this film, Good Time, in which Matt Reeves started writing his new Batman film for him. I mean, having not seen the Batman yet, I oh. can't say how much of this bleeds over. Like, this I, performance. Oh, nothing. No. Nothing similar at all. Except, I guess, what it does do 
I uses Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it, no, I would say it uses him in a way that is vastly different from Edward. In terms yeah. of, I was quite impressed with his accent. He felt like, oh, I'm going to be really, I'm going to... Are we I'm talking about this or Batman? As this film. Okay, cool, I'll, just check it. You, you may disagree. Um, we haven't got to this yet. <laughs> but it is far removed, and I don't. it definitely does show him as a better actor than the glittery vampire. Um, but that's my opinion. Uh, my opinion also is, how did they manage to get the wrong person instead of the brother? <laughs> well, I will say, I will say... <laughs> I had another part of the intro gag. It, yeah. it originally said he loves his brother enough to do anything except read a hospital chart or check ID. Yeah. Because um, I was like, do you know what? Because I was I was watching this film where I'm sitting now on one screen while doing some um, podcast editing stuff for, on the other one. And so I was watching it and paying attention. But there was a moment where I looked away and looked back and went, wait, why are you not calling him your brother? Are you not his brother now? And I was like, wait a second. I blinked literally for like a minute. Um, I, there was basically what I did. I spent most of the film, this film, going, "Yeah, you're not 16 to this child." I was like, "There's no way this child was is he 16. meant to be 16." No, that girl, the girl. Oh, okay. The girl who, yeah, who basically yeah, yeah, yeah. tied to All bed right. at one point just so she didn't watch the news. I know, but she was watching it. His face had already come up on it, yeah. and he was like, "Well, you've clearly watched this to the bedroom." Less. Yes, pretty much. Uh, I mean, if I, it helps, the only time you and me make love is when the news comes on. Is, is there more joke to that? I mean, I'm just waiting That's for it. Some... Just, it's just a sad fact. <laughs> I don't. If anything, I'd say we need to find ourselves again to buy us. We've gone stale. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't got a fog. Is what is going on about? Let's talk about the uh, film, shall we? <laughs> uh, anyway, no, it, right. but do you know? Do you agree though? There is no way she was a 16 year old. She was definitely younger. Than no. No. Have you actually looked her up? How old is she? I actually, no, I haven't actually. Uh, so no, I'm right. Is, um, she's the only one on, on the Wikipedia link. It doesn't have a link. Oh, that's not a good start. No, I'm no. going, right, I'm going to... Her name, her name is Talia Lennis. Yeah, I'm looking in it. She played Crystal. She was born in 98. 2008. So maybe. she's... Oh no, she might be 16. The basic math is failing me. Hang on, <laughs> eighteen. Uh, that would be twenty. Take away. Oh, okay. No, she's about nineteen. She's about oh, okay, 19. yeah. She just looked yeah. very young. Because, like, he, the thing is, in a film, where they, they, yeah. where they make a point of going, "How old are you? I'm 16. and they said it a lot. I was so, like, oh. um, when it's like, I better sleep with you so you don't watch the news. I was like, oh. it was a dodgy oh. moment. Yeah. Um, there was a few dodgy moments. Yeah, one, some... there's always one where I like to have to rewind the film a little bit just to watch it again. And for me, it was the moment a guy fell off a building right towards the end. <laughs> but I was also like, brilliant. And the, the, the thud the guy, the guy made. I mean, also another moment for me, the Liam's moment of the week. I might have to find a soundbite of this. <laughs> Because it's making me chuckle thinking about it. The no- audible noise the security guard was making to the police when he came around. Because <laughs> apparently he would, they drugged him. All right, yeah. 
and he was basically just going, hi, 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 and the police were like, oh, drugs. <laughs> I was like, what? With the weird, okay, so actually, maybe this isn't that weird. So Robert Patterson and Benny Sifty, whatever his name is, Shafty. They had scripts, but actually, a lot of the actors, no, they were told to improvise it. Which I actually think, looking back on it, yeah, no, I think you could tell. (laughs) Because I'm sorry, what about? (laughs) Was that not well scripted to you? I. I don't actually fully believe. I think it's one of those things they're telling people happened. I don't because know. Some of it was some. I agree with you. Some of it was outright clearly not scripted. Yeah. But some of it feels a little bit to. But even like the, the ones with the scripts were told basically just kind of react. Also, a lot of the people in it are doing jobs that they actually do in real life. Actually, this is this is the thing is a lot of it was real. Yes. Like all uh, like the chase, real police. Yes. Uh, apparently, there were members of the public who tried to stop the police. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, no, apparently for a lot of the scenes that were in public areas, they didn't close off. And no. I like the fact they make, they're like, we didn't close it off, we did it in public. And nobody recognised Robert Pattinson. I'd have been really offended if I was Robert Pattinson. Well, actually, I'd have been no. like, I was Cedric Diggory and in Twilight. Um, apparently, on the subway, because they obviously needed to film it, and do takes and things. They directed him by texting him. <laughs> I didn't see that fact. Yes. But I uh, feel like I, feel, as actors who in a, yeah. a theatre company, I feel like this is the way forward to us. I'll just text you. Yeah. And I'll be like, I see, I see. <laughs> and Emily, who's one of the actors as well, will go, "What's he saying?" I went, "Oh no, you're awful." Like, <laughs> he, he said, he said, he said, "Don't read this bit out." Emily could do with improvement, and I'm like, ah. I see where I've messed up here, Tobias. Sorry, Emily. And Emily, if you're listening, that's not a text I've ever had during a rehearsal. Oh. It comes afterwards. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> In the roundup. <laughs> the roundup. How is everyone today? Awful, Liam. Awful. Yeah. That, that is how I feel. <laughs> but you're like, I've been with them for too long now. Yeah. Um, I looked up the directors, the Safdie brothers. Um, what was it Benny and what's the other guy's name? Josh. Uh, Josh. And they have not that, done a lot. No, and what they have done, not a clue. One was an I've, Adam Sandler film. Was it? Uncut Gems. Oh, I didn't. I didn't recognize it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so uncut. Never heard of it. See. So uncut. Um, and I mean, it's clearly a safety thing putting themselves in the films. Apparently, yeah. And yeah. I don't know if that was a good idea. Because well, I'm going to ask, is Benny disabled? Because nowadays, it's <laughs> no, nowadays it's a big thing of are you allowed to get non-disabled actors to play the disabled roles? Well, I don't think Benny is no. Having having checked his Wikipedia page, I, I don't think he is. Um, but you, I mean, I didn't read it. I just looked at his picture. Went there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and a fun fact that you may have seen yourself is that during the filming of it. Um, Robert Patterson started to go bald. Uh, yes, because they initially dyed his hair dark to fit in with Benny, so that they looked the same. Yeah. But then half, well, I say halfway, part way through the film, because he's on the run, he bleaches it. Yeah. But they then 
had to reshoot things with him dark hair and then go back to him bleaching. And because of the treatment, he basically started clumps of hair started to come out. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, That's really bad. Um, so, I mean, like, when we look at all the aspects normally. So, like, so we've already said script is difficult to look at because there was only a couple handed out and I don't know how well they were used. No, it's difficult. Because yeah. when I read that, I initially thought they meant, like, uh, Robert Pattinson didn't have a script. And I was like, oh, no, but then he that. did. But I could have seen how that would have been the case if that had been the case, because some of his lines were so, like, they felt quite real, like raw. So maybe that is a positive for this, for his part I, of the script. I think that's not. See, I don't know. I think it's positive for his acting of the script. Um, I know that he definitely did have script. Because he were in preparation for the role, he would hang out with criminals who just got out. Healthy. Um, from the area that his character is meant to be from. And he would get them to say the lines in the script so he could record it to get the accent. Okay, well, that's quite a good way of doing it, I guess. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, so, but, you know, there had to be a script for them to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, um, I will say, like, the actual, like, cinematography, I went to write an actual note, and my notepad sits in front of me open and blank because I realised it would be the only physical note I make waste paper um, <laughs> and it was just that I really didn't like some of their cinematic choices no like they did a lot of like lens flares and wobbles and that just were out of focus for no real reason uh they're being artistic aren't they I That's mean I guess I know the, the point where it really annoyed me I know why they did it because it was just after they'd robbed the bank so it was like the panic that was showing him not yeah. really know what was happening. But the problem is, when you do that to the point where your audience is going, just stay still for a minute so I can actually see what's happening. I think it's, without having seen their other stuff, I don't know what their trademarks are. So you, yeah, it's not like you've got the old explosions. No, but you know, it is, you know it's like Michael Bay, three second shots and expl everything exploding. You know what you get. But you know what a Tim Burton film looks like. You tend to know what a Quentin Tarantino film looks like. You know, and maybe they have got a stamp that without watching the others, we just don't know. Yeah. But judging it on this one, I don't think I would have been excited by seeing it at the cinema. No, I don't think this film actually would benefit from having a bigger, clearer no. screen. No, not really. Um, it. It was like a step away from basically being found footage almost. It, it was that yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was a little bit messy, wasn't it? Yeah, obviously, I would say intentionally so. I don't think it's a mistake on their part. As in, oh I think no, 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 no. They, they've they've made a choice, and it's just not one that we personally like. Yeah. Um, Maybe like an actual filmmaker will watch it and go, "Oh no, these were clever decisions for this well, reason." This is it. I would say it's not a movie; it's a film. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. And this this feels more like a film. And oddly, and this is odd, I think there's been a running theme this season of the, the Manic Film Club that I've kind of struggled with a lot of the films that we've been watching. Yeah. I probably did struggle with this one. But it was a little bit more interesting because there was more things to note. There was right. more things going on in this film. I th I think... There was more things to note in this than Candy Jar, our most recent. The problem well, with Candy the Jar, the problem with the Candy Jar, the debate film, was 
yes, there was stuff going on, but it was such a clear cut film that they kind of went, what we want you to be focusing on is all you really need to look at. Yeah. There was other stuff. And the fact is, most of these were genuine environments they were in with actual people. I would say this wasn't a by the numbers film. I don't think it was. I don't think you could just predict it. It was a bit, I don't know if the word is random for it, but it, it's, well, it all takes place in one night. That's something they wanted. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a fever dream. Almost. It's just kind of, it spirals, it happens, it goes forward. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of, I, I, I remember when we heard that Robert Pattinson had been cast as Batman, we were very anti we were very like, no, yeah. we don't want a sparkly vampire as our Batman. And I stand uh, by, I don't want a sparkly vampire as my <laughs> Batman. And I remember a technician from a theatre that we go to uh, with the plays, him saying, oh, no, no, he's actually really good. Um, you need to see him in this, this and this. I'm starting to wonder if this was one of the things that he may have mentioned at that point. Because it is very far removed from sparkly vampire oh yeah and i was initially i uh, okay so did you think his american was good his accent it was all right yeah i mean i didn't i didn't actually go that was awful but i don't know i, I think i only notice the accents when they are very bad but the thing is right he isn't american no, um sure. and all right someone else who's more, Way famous. I mean, yep. Benedict Cumberbatch, British, has to do American. I think his American is quite clipped. I think you can tell that he's yeah. not American. I, I've quoted it on the main podcast before. Yeah. James McAvee in an interview said that you can tell someone who's good at doing an accent because their accent voice is exactly the same as theirs, just with an accent. Yeah. He said a lot of people, their voice becomes higher yeah. when they do an accent. Or significantly lower because, <clears throat> pardon me, because they're having to really kind of strain and twist their voice. But a person who has that skill to really put the voices on, like yeah. a voice actor, I guess, yeah. they, they can choose when to change the sound of their voice. Now, and it always sticks to me when James McAvoy said that, you know, it's the voice doesn't change and yeah. it's convincing because you go, well, that's just you with an American accent. Hmm. So, as much oh, as another I... one, another one who does it, yeah. I don't think is the best, is Martin Freeman, actually. When he has an American accent, I kind oh, of actually, go, oh, yeah, that's very clear. I can go, actually, both of those that you've just said, because obviously they're both in Sherlock. Yeah. Um, just watch them in the MCU. Yeah. Neither of their Americans are. You, Yeah, you go, yeah. that is a play acting accent. It's not yeah. It's not believable enough. But, actually, Robert Pattinson, I, if I hadn't known yeah, I don't believe was, it. Uh, yes, and that actually is quite far removed. I and that should be the key. If you could go, if I didn't know that was your accent, would I believe it? Yes. Yeah. Somebody, it... like, like, I suppose, like to compare, like we know that David Tennant can take on an accent well. Yes. Like my daughter is now watching through the David Tennant eras. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Who. Yeah. So, like, and we, they've just had the episode, which is Tooth and Claw, which is the werewolf episode, yeah. where he does a Scottish accent. Oh. And and I and I was like, well, me and Amanda were like that's what he actually sounds like by the way she's like wait he's scottish you're like yeah because yeah. you can't tell that his british accent is an accent no no you just accept it 
Yeah. But but don't worry, in two Doctors' time, the Scottish actor will just do a Scottish accent as the Doctor. So don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. And then afterwards, very Sheffield. I'll just say. <laughs> very Sheffield. <laughs> but now, very English again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's Doctor. not get into a Doctor Who talk. <laughs> no. Uh, That's a mini all on its own. It really is. Uh, but no. All right. So, yes, we've said about script, hard to tell. Yeah. Cinematography? Questionable, I think. Uh, yes, they made choices. I think it was intentional. For me, I would veer on the side of I didn't like their cinematography. Cinema... I would agree, but I accepted it for the tone of the film that they were going for. Oh, it wasn't out of place. It made sense. I knew exactly why they were doing it. Yes. I just didn't like it. I like it where I can focus a bit more and not be like, stop cutting. <laughs> I cannot mention this, and this is either a good thing or a bad thing. Music. Score, yeah. Can't tell you anything about it. Yeah, to yeah. be honest. I think there was one scene where the music was overly loud, but I think it was part of the scene. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, I remember. I know in the fairground all the music came on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all right. Uh, what else do we normally go over? Just trying to think anything important. We've done script, we've done, like, the actual acting was good. It was fine, yeah. really. Yeah. I'm not, the thing is, I don't know what Benny Safdie is like. So as a performer, I don't know if he was good as the disabled brother or if that was just bad acting that happened to work. Because <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, the character wasn't audible lots. That's kind of the thing. He was quiet. And when he did speak, it was slow and like. Right. Before muffled. I am now looking up the, the brother because I feel like we need to get a good. Definitive. Is there something to note oh what benny yeah uh i recognize josh from somewhere and i'm trying to figure out where i know joshua from i don't know i probably know them both from somewhere that i've just seen them on a show or something um i mean i will just say that he, he was nominated for an award for this one. Oh, was he yeah Oh. Uh no, he is not. I'm just looking through the cast, and uh, it, I like how it gives because it, obviously it'll say like Robert Pattinson played Constantine. Didn't realise it was Constantine. Uh, Constantine Connie Nickus, Nikas, yeah. a criminal, Nick's older brother, and Corey's much younger boyfriend. That's what I like to focus on because I hadn't read that bit. But what yeah. I like is when you look at her a bit, it says Corey Elman, Connie's much older girlfriend. Yeah. That's yeah. what it decides to describe the character as. The much older girlfriend. Very yeah. important to the story. But it's not though, is it? So I wonder why that's a choice. Why did they decide that? Peter Verby as Peter, Nick's psychiatrist. Which I recognise from something, I don't know what. Uh I honestly didn't really recognise anyone other than Robert Person. Um, he, I mean, he is fairly recognisable though. The I kind of enjoyed the guy they broke out of the place. <laughs> you mean actually. the guy that wasn't the brother, but might have been better as the brother? Yeah. <laughs> Although not, not really, because actually the brother's not in this film that much. Really isn't. But that I, I'm happy with that. That's okay. If this was by Taika Waititi, he'd have played the the one that wasn't the brother. I mean, he, the whole film. he. 
he gets the entire end credits. He's all through the end credits. That is true, actually, yeah. Um, the, the, which get their own little segment on IMDb, the crazy credits, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah. I, I enjoyed his oh. character. I do not recognise the psychiatrist because the only thing he's known for is good time. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got one of those faces. One of those faces. <laughs> but sadly, he's not got one of the faces that's actually in anything. Um, I think we can look over at cast, uh, casting. Um, what's the word? Sorry? Yeah. What's the word I normally use? I have no idea because I don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We normally, we don't, when it comes to... Concluding. Conclusions. I don't, I don't know. It's a certain Round one. I use every, every time I use a certain word. Ah! Climax. <laughs> well, you've asked nicely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, basically, when it comes to rating it, we, we, we don't say, like, oh, one out of ten stars. Wonderful. We simply say, is it a hit <laughs> or is like it a miss? <laughs> we don't turn into a 90s, like, a really old-fashioned oil baron. <laughs> we don't become the villain from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Okay. Um, we simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? Yeah. A hit being, did we enjoy it? Would we rewatch it? Would we tell people about it? All round enjoyability. And a miss, direct opposite. So, twice. Good yeah. time? Uh, oh, by the way, before we actually do score this, just in case you don't know, it's called Good Time. <laughs> Did we not say that? We haven't. No, 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 wait, wait. The, the reason it's called Good Time is that's what's called when you were in prison but you get off early for good behaviour. That is your good time. Oh. I'm just putting that out there because it is why it's called, why it's, why it is. That's the that name explained of it. in the film. Uh, no, I had to look it up. Okay, cool, great. But I just accepted but, that it was good. No. It was a good time. Yeah, but the thing is, why else is it? Because it's not. They have a horrible time. <laughs> yeah. There's no good times in it. Um, that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually quite conflicted, as in I do know which way I'm going with it, but yeah, I think it's it's an interesting one, and I probably uh, I'm probably going to remember it more than most of this season of Film Club. Fair, but I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again, and I can't imagine me saying to anyone, "Oh, you need to watch it." Unless I was going, are you, oh, you're having a, a, a day of watching Robert Patterson films, are you? Have you tried Good Time? <laughs> and then, you know, because I you're mean, probably just watching Twilight, Harry Potter and Batman. I suggest Maybe ha- having a day where you watch all of the Peter Verby films, because oh. he's only been in this one. Quick, quick marathon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, it's, it's, it's a shallow, shallow miss for me. Okay, well, I'm going to outright just say it's an outright miss. I found this film boring. I found it difficult to find my attention. Uh, to the point of it didn't really have my attention that much. I didn't enjoy this film. I had a better time with it than Wheelman. See, I liked Wheelman. And um, I see. Wheelman was... This is the second bank robbery-esque film we've watched after... Which actually 
take place after the bank robbery. We kind of see that at the beginning. And it's about what happens afterwards. Yeah. But sure. I found Wheelman more entertaining than this. Um, I do agree that the the not brother was yeah. a, a, a nice character to have in. Yeah. But no, I I just it's more of I lost interest. It didn't keep the interest that it did have. No. Um, and I, to the point of genuinely, I'm not sure what happened at the end. To the point of like, did he give himself in or did he just get caught? I think he got caught, but it's a because because the psychiatrist very much said to Nick. He did the right thing by handing himself in. Oh, he did do that. Did, yeah. Well, and I was like, I think, you're just, I think he was just saying it to Nick to kind of like keep him happy and calm. But no, I found, I can't say it was an awful film. No. I just, it just didn't keep my attention. I remember when I watched Wheelman, there's a point in it that I said in the episode as well, that it got to a point where I went, okay, no, I'm good. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm in. And I just wasn't for this. And actually I agree with you. I've had that for all, all the se- films this season. Yeah. Now, and that doesn't bode well for a hidden gems list. They're staying hidden. That's what that's what they're so well hidden. I will say this one did better in scoring up. I think it's 7.2 on IMDb. It's but we are getting to point now with the films like we're doing now. And I know some of the ones we've got as options coming up. Yeah. Have some bigger names in them as well. Yeah. So there's more reason for them to be OK. Some of the yeah. ones, when it's a fully unknown cast. Even though you always have a chance it's going to be a cool, like, hidden, proper hidden gem. Yeah. You have a bit more faith when there's a name you know. Yeah. So, what are we going to watch next? Because this one was a full manic miss, wasn't it? It was a full miss. Full miss. Full miss. Okay. Next time on the Manic Film Club, we will be watching Surge. Feeling trapped in a dreary existence. An airport security worker breaks free from his reality and embarks on a wild... Reckless Journey Through London, starring Ben Whishaw and directed by Anil Kalia. Okay. Well, Ben yeah. Whishaw's a name, so we've got a name right there. You have, uh, and it's one hour 39. I like it when it's under two I will hours. say this season has done all right for length. Yes, it they've has. Not, they've not been super long. I think Hold the Dark was an exception, wasn't it? Or was that yeah. quite short? I, I don't know. That really may long. have just felt long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that wolf film that wasn't about wolves. Yeah. I mean, we've not had an Irishman. We, we've not no. had a three-hour epic. No, we haven't. <laughs> not yet. But I have a feel... I don't... I didn't look at the the, um, the lengths of all these films. No. But I'm, I'm pretty sure at least one or two of them are slightly longer. Uh, it's not all about length, is it, Liam? No, it's about how much you enjoy the film. Yes, go. That's right. <laughs> that, that is what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so that so Surge is next. So have a, a, a couple of weeks to watch that one anyway. So, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, you're right. Now, before we we descend into the, the pits of madness more than we already have, because let's be real, yeah. we've been there for a while, for about three seasons, I believe. Yeah, it's um, minutes past one. In the morning. In the morning. (laughs) In the morning. Okay, so we're going to say a goodbye, but don't forget that you can vote on the poll for this episode over on our Twitter account. Massive poll. Massive poll. Lovely poll. Such a a nice poll. Yeah. It's not the North, it's not the South, it is the Manic poll. Yeah. Um, No Father Christmas, it? But it does have the same colours as the one from the North Pole because it is still red. (laughs) That's just the colours we go with. Red and purple, which aren't colours you normally put together. But anyway, go over. Yeah, that happens. Really? Yeah. Do they not like clash? Red and purple go together. I'm trying to think of anything red and purple. I was like Santa, then I was like, wait a second, Liam. No, he's not purple. No, is he not purple? He's never been purple. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, it's time to say goodbye, Tobias. All right, ladies, gayers.
latest Gators. And unlike the last episode, I'm actually going to say goodbye and say, stay manic, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not do that last time? No. Oh. And I sat there and I listened to it. And you say, I say, it's time to say goodbye. And you go, goodbye. And I'm like, yep. (laughs) And I say something random. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll say it in a minute. No. No, it's, it's not even. It's definitely I have. I'm done at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I say let's say goodbye, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. But this time we're saying goodbye. Look after yourselves, lovely manics, and we'll see you next time. Stay manic. Bye bye. Bye now.